0: The Big Schmear is brought to you by Ish Premium Horseradish. With a unique freshness, delicious flavor, and tantalizing texture, Ish is the surprise condiment that brings something special to everything and anything you add it to. From gefilte fish to vanilla ice cream, Ish transforms the ordinary into the extraordinary. For more ideas, visit premiumish.com.
1: is all about flavor it is delicious it is not about blowing your head off with bitter and hot it is absolutely hot, spicy because it's fresh horseradish but it's delicious it's very fresh in terms of the flavor and it has got texture you can bite into it it is not like all that other stuff that is more like a sawdust kind of pulpy um, shred, it's actually, you can bite into it and you get the flavor of whatever I've, I've put into it.
0: Hi, and welcome to The Big Schmear, the podcast celebrating Jewish food, culture, and history. I'm your host, Beth Schenker. You may have noticed that The Big Schmear has its first advertiser, premium-ish. And um, I have to tell you, I ordered some about... 10 days ago, and I've already gone through two jars. The stuff is amazing. I've used it with everything. And uh, so it's great. And you're going to hear from Carolyn, who is this uh, amazing person who's built up this company about horseradish in a moment. But I also want to tell you she's been very generous and has offered two sets of four... Bottles of horseradish. These are each of the four flavors, beet, garlic, citrus, and ginger. To the first two people who email me at beth at the we're going to send you a set of four flavors of horseradish. You won't be sorry, you'll be thrilled. So uh, more about that later, but uh, now I'm going to get on with my show here. And we're going to talk about horseradish. So here we go. As you know, my exploration of new flavors and foods is continuing. I'm sure everyone has their go-to condiment, so I'd like to propose a new one for you to contemplate, horseradish. I've invited Carolyn Sherman Gutierrez of Ish, a company specializing in premium horseradish, to join me today to talk about her company and her go-to condiment, horseradish. Hi, Carolyn. Welcome to The Big Schmeer. Hi, Beth. Nice to be here. I'm guessing this is a really busy time for you, so I appreciate you squeezing in some time for us to talk. So thank you. I wonder if we could start by um, having you give a little background about your company and telling me maybe the history of this a little bit.
1: Well, since kind of the horseradish business is not normally something people go into these (laughs) days. I get that question all the time. So how is it that you got into horseradish? It honestly, um, it was something that I used to do make with my father for many, many years when I was a a girl in school in uh, growing up in Chicago, as a matter of fact. And we would make it for Passover and gift it to friends and family. So once a year, we would get out the roots, get out the beats, and get out the, the ski goggles and, <laughs> and go to work. And uh, I actually worked in um, advertising and marketing for years. And when I left my last agency, I decided I'm done with the industry. I didn't want to do it anymore. My heart wasn't in it. Um, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And about, I don't know, a month or so, Later, we were having a family powwow with my father, trying to get him to retire. And in the course of the conversation, I said to my father, Dad, if you feel so compelled to continue working, do something with your horseradish, sell your business, and make your horseradish, give the money away to your favorite charity. You'll feel like you're being productive and you'll, you know, enjoy what you're doing. And he looked at me like I had 10 heads, and uh, he, that was not going down. But <laughs> a few weeks later, I thought, you know what? I'm going to do something with that horseradish because I completely believe in it as a product. It is delicious. There is nothing like it when it tastes like this. Really, really healthy. And uh, I know branding and marketing, and why not? So that's how I got into
0: it. <laughs> oh my gosh! And what did your dad well, like? What was his reaction?
1: His reaction was he thought I was crazy. He looked at me. <laughs> and he's like, really? And I said, yep. And he's like, okay, go ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so you got you got his appro- his official approval.
1: That's right. That's right. He was a little. He was a little more. Not sure what the word is. and Not as agreeable when I told him I was going to. Um, come up with different flavors of horseradish, <laughs> aside from the traditional beet, which yeah. was his classic. Of course, that was kind of harder for him to swallow than me going into the horseradish business.
0: That's so funny. <laughs> but soon,
1: in, soon enough, he he got on the um, on the horse, and he his my citrus, which is a fresh orange and lemon horseradish, uh, became his favorite.
0: And I do want to talk about the flavors, but I had a couple of other questions to ask you first. So you've kind of brushed over this kind of quickly. But your dad was the one who who actually kind of started this family tradition. And how did it start out?
1: So for Passover, my dad always, my father grew up on beet horseradish, being of, of a Russian background. And he could never, find a beet horseradish that he thought was worthy enough of my grandmother's, his mother-in-law's, homemade gefilte fish. Ah. So he set out to essentially make his own, which was quite ironic because aside from a corned beef sandwich, my father never cooked anything. He was not the cook in the family But this was his specialty. And he went to the Randolph Street Market back in the days, and he would come back with a a case of these big, smelly, ugly, dirty roots and would start grinding away. And over about four or five years, he perfected the recipe, and we'd go through this tradition every spring, a couple weeks before Passover.
0: So it was kind of and a family project, it sounded like. It was like. a
1: family project. The, the smarting rooms in the family pro- just disappeared in the afternoon or you know, over the weekend, it was kind of like, oh boy, the roots <laughs> are here. I'm busy this afternoon. I, 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 I will I'll see you this evening. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you said you started doing this when you were a kid. So what was that like? Like, I mean, it's you have to be careful because it's pretty powerful stuff. It's not like you just grab um, horseradish root and start messing around in bare hands.
1: Right. Well, you learn quick in the Sherman family because my dad you know, thought it was very funny to open up the pot of shredded horseradish and say, take a sniff.
0: <laughs> oh, geez, that's <laughs> so, bad. So, <laughs> you know,
1: you learn fast and, yes, exactly. I wasn't doing it when I was eight. I probably started when I was, let's see, maybe 11 or 12. Uh-huh. And yeah, you kind of I think my dad did the harder the most of the grinding, so that was the harder part. But yeah.
0: So you mentioned just a minute ago about your uh, his favorite flavor and how he was a little reticent to try new things and so I'm wondering if in addition to the flavors and and we can talk about that in in more detail. What else, or what are the qualities that make your horseradish really stand out?
1: If you had it in front of you, I would say you're going to tell me the answer to that
0: question. (laughs) I don't, though.
1: (laughs) And since your listeners don't, or maybe they do, hopefully they do, it's really my, first and foremost, ish is all about flavor. It is delicious. It is not about blowing your head off with bitter and hot. It is absolutely hot spicy because it's fresh horseradish Mm -hmm. but it's delicious it's very fresh in terms of the flavor and it has got texture you can bite into it it is not like all that other stuff that is more like a um, sawdust kind of pulpy Mm -hmm. sort of um, shred Um, it's actually you can bite into it and you get the, the flavor of whatever I've, I've put into it.
0: Oh, it sounds so great. It sounds and great.
1: Subsequently, it makes it really versatile because it's so flavorful. You can do literally anything with it.
0: So maybe you can, like, what's some ideas, what's some suggestions that you might be able to throw out for people in just new ways to think about how to use horseradish, that it's not just for a gefilte fish, not that there's anything wrong with that at all. But I know I've done this in the past too. I buy this bottle of horseradish and I have it with my gefilte fish and then it just sits in the refrigerator and I don't do anything else with it till next Passover when it's time to throw it out. So what are some, like, what? and that's sad, so what, what are some uh, either easy ways to think about perking up some of your usual recipes or... Just ways to, to, um, So I do to
1: use it. It's, I mean, one of the things that I do with it all the time and it's, is simple is I pair it with cheese and crackers with a cheese board. If I have friends over or just for myself, if I have a nice piece of cheese and I want to have a little, do a little something different, Uh um, pairs really nicely with cheese. I use, my citrus flavor on salmon all the time when I cook salmon. Mm. I will literally salt and pepper the filet, spread it across the top, and bake it.
0: Oh.
1: Um, I throw the ginger on salads instead of a salad dressing, or I'll make a vinaigrette and just throw, put the ginger in it. I'll eat the ginger and the beet on cucumbers as a snack. Super ah. healthy, is really tasty. I have one customer who loves the beet in his cottage cheese or Greek yogurt. Really nice. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can make a veggie dip like that as well. I mean, these are simple, simple things, but you can cook with it. I saute with it. Um, Of course, it's delicious with shrimp, Bloody Marys, amazing Bloody Marys with ish. (laughs) Yeah, aside from the, the kind of the standard uses of horseradish, which would be on a sandwich instead of mustard or mayo, or in addition to cocktail sauce there. Yeah. I, I put it in mashed potatoes. Or would do a roasted
0: cauliflower with it. Ooh, what a great idea. Mm-hmm. All easy yeah. things. And I will Easy, s-
1: easy things. There's no, it's not, it's not a science. It's an art. It's like having another color in your paint box You're like, Ooh, let's try this.
0: And speaking of colors, the colors of, your flavors are just really vibrant and shout fresh. Um, I wonder if you right, could... Right, that's Mother Nature. <laughs> yeah. And so would you just say that, I think it's three flavors that you have, right? Just so everybody knows what those are.
1: Sure. I have four flavors, actually. Oh, four, actually. sorry. So beet is the classic. That's the prettiest one. Mm-hmm. I have a citrus, which is fresh orange and lemon, and there's fresh I juice, oranges and lemons and zest them in there. I have a fresh ginger, which if you're a ginger person, you absolutely love, and I have a fresh garlic, which is closest to a classic white with just a hint of garlic.
0: Oh. So I'm just wondering if it, this might not have been your intention at all when you decided to go down this path and take over and make this into a company. Do you feel like it's connected you to your Jewish roots at all? And pardon that pun.
1: <laughs> it has, but it not, not real not, not really, actually. Not any more so than, of course it's there and it's, it's a given, mm-hmm. but I, no, I guess probably I would say no.
0: That's okay. Yeah. I just was curious. Yeah. And so when you and I spoke on the phone, maybe a week ago or so, We talked about the fact that you are basically this company. It's a one-person operation, but in order to make it work, you have a team, a team being other companies that help you throughout the process. And I wonder if you could talk about how you've structured your company to make it work.
1: Yeah, well, I use what's called, to manufacture my product, I use what's called a co-packer, and that's a, a food manufacturer and the um, one that I use partner with specializes in products that are kind of come from the Hudson Valley area of of New York. There are a lot of fresh produce from local farmers are used and that sort of thing. And it's a smaller company that's able to kind of process in a way that is closest to the way I do it. When I, you know, when I used to make it at home Uh (laughs) and to the point where things are hand peeled and every jar is hand packed, there's a lot of supervision and quality control that goes into it. And I am there making every single batch.
0: Really? Wow. That's, um, that's intense. Mm
1: -hmm. So it's, it's not, it'd be nice if it were automated and I blinked my eyes and twinkled my nose and it was all done. But a lot goes into uh, processing
0: the root. And so did you have to rework your recipes and did you have help to do that to make much larger quantities? And was that complicated or not so much?
1: I had to rework slightly. And you're kind of constantly doing that actually, to a certain degree, just because horseradish is a Living, breathing vegetable. Sometimes it absorbs a little more liquid than other times. But generally speaking, I mean, I worked with Cornell Food Science Labs in New York, which is the Cornell University. Mm -hmm. And they're a wonderful resource for entrepreneurs and new businesses and startups in the food arena.
0: And do you choose like who the suppliers are for the horseradish and the beet and all your other flavorings?
1: I do as much as possible. Yes. And for instance, my root, I buy my root directly from an organic farm in Northern California. It is a former volcanic region, which is great for growing select roots. It's very easy to grow horseradish, not easy to grow good horseradish as much as I I'm there selecting the beets and inspecting the ginger and yeah so as much as I I do buy all of the ingredients myself
0: well really really hands-on so you've you've got to be dedicated to it because it sounds like it's your life 24 7 in many ways (laughs) (laughs) so I I don't know so much about horseradish myself except I know how to Pointed out in my, you know, fresh food department in the grocery store. Is it a pretty old kind of um, food? Do you know of any interesting history about it that we sh- that you think we should know about? Well, it
1: is super, super old. I mean, originated in Eastern Europe. And it goes, I couldn't even tell you how far back, but a way, 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 way back. <laughs> yeah.
0: Our ancestors if we come from that part of the world we're using it for a long time is what you're saying
1: (laughs) exactly exactly for many for many different things not just to eat but for ailments it's a muscle relaxer really i have a friend a friend of mine who is russian and she said that when she was little and she got sick her mom would take a hot towel a wet hot towel and put horseradish in it and have it sit on her head or her, her tummy if it hurt. Ah. Yeah. So there's, yeah.
0: Oh, interesting. Not what I would have thought of, but it kind of, I mean, I can see where it makes sense. It would bring heat to the area. I'm glad I asked you that. So thinking more about, or back to the business part of things, I'm wondering if the COVID-19 has changed things for you at all in terms of your own business operations or, Are you feeling an impact in some way?
1: Absolutely. I mean, hard not to for any type of business, you know, today's the day. day. Yes, obviously, it's a food product and groceries are still open and people have to eat. But in terms of I'm I'm lucky in the regard that I'm an essential business, so I can still process my co-packer is still running a business because he's manufacturing food and I can get my store stocked and my customers, you know, send them their orders. But a lot of customers, people realize or are quite familiar with the health benefits of horseradish. So it's kind of created an additional um, run on horseradish because it's so good for fighting off illness incredibly incredibly healthy wow. so it's been a it's been a that's been a positive yes um, with the COVID-19 given that it's obviously just before Passover and Easter on the other hand people are not really thinking about the holidays these days I know um, and there won't tough. be as many celebrations and certainly won't be as many big celebrations so it's definitely affected my business, but you do what you can do and hope, you know, everyone will get through it or hopefully get through it Mm -hmm. and you move on.
0: So do you know, are there, who are your customers? Are they restaurants? Are they grocery? Are they grocery food chains? Are they people like me? And how do we get your product?
1: So I sell, I have different types of customers. Most of my customers are retailer-consumers? Some very little business-to-business in terms of restaurants or bars. I sell through retail stores primarily in the New York City and Tri-State area, which is New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. But I also sell online at premiumish.com and I exhibit at about five or six markets over the course of the year, kind of weekend events also in the kind of New York area where I sell directly to consumers as well.
0: Ah. And so I, so I was on your website doing some homework and um, learning more about your product. And I noticed that you don't sell single servings. It's, it's more of a package kind of thing. And so um, for people who are interested in purchasing, they might think about doing that and then sharing some of the contents with other family members or whatever. If you're not, if you're thinking, you can use three bottles, or I forgot exactly. How. Yeah,
1: I do sell in. I sell it in groups of six on my website. Oh, that's what it any is. Any combination, any combination of flavors, but oftentimes if you can't or don't anticipate being able to use that much horseradish um, in a, you know, a given period of time. Um, my customers will buy it and, and share it with their friends.
0: Make um, a great gift, holiday gift, And gifts. it's a
1: wonderful hostess gift, holiday gift, birthday gift. Whenever I meet someone or I have a new customer that I, I speak to, I'm always curious how they came across-ish. And many times they said, oh, I was at my friend's house for such and such, for maybe it was Passover, maybe it was Thanksgiving, Uh and they had it and I fell in love with it, and or they gifted it to me. You know, they gave me a couple of jars. But believe it or not, most of my customers who order online, they're actually keeping it in the family or in their house, (laughs) all six jars. So once you start using it in different ways, it's amazing how quickly it actually does go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it becomes part of your um, go-to when you're looking for condiments to perk up your whatever your average or usual exactly. di- dish is. Exactly. So I have to say, I love the name of the company, Ish. Is there a story behind it, how you came up with that title? Um,
1: Ish basically was a, a product of my formal marketing and advertising training in terms of developing a strategic brief and positioning brief for something that should meet the right criteria. And I held a focus group and the name Ish kept coming up. I didn't honestly care for it at first uh, because it wasn't something specific. It was kind of an oh, Ish-ish. And this is such a clear, clean, clean, product but um, I kind of I couldn't uh,
0: book the trend the, uh,
1: <laughs> the, yeah exactly and um, went with the name and now I can't even imagine not having chosen that name <laughs> because it's so perfect and um, if people remember it and it has so many connotations for so many different people yes it's I, I chose it because yes it's ish. It's whatever you make of it. It's different to every person. So it could be pinkish. It could be hot ish. It could be sweetish. And yes, it's horseradish. And yes, it's delish. But street slang ish means the bomb. And I'm, damn girl, that's the ish. <laughs> and I met a Bengali, an older Bengali gentleman, one day, and he stood at this market and he was looking at the product and the whole, and looking at me. And I said, what, what does this? He's like, oh, ish is. Special, it's it's so special. Like every culture, it's incredible what a um, a positive meaning it has or connotation.
0: So it's clearly the right. It was the right (laughs) way. It was the right way to go.
1: That it was. That it was.
0: And how long has Ish been around?
1: I launched in 2012, actually. So just believe it or not, eight years.
0: Wow. That's a yeah. long time for a new, yeah, one-person <laughs> pro- project, and and it seems to be going strong. So that's fantastic.
1: It is going strong, a little by little. I'm trying to educate people about horseradish and get them and get them to understand what they can do with
0: it. And you gave us some great suggestions, and I'll mention to people that it's well worth a visit to the website because there's many of the suggestions that Carolyn and I spoke about just now, but also there's more and, um, lots of other good stuff. Plus you can order from her website. And can you give, give me that address again, one more time. It's premium ish.com pretty straightforward, easy to remember. So Mm -hmm. I like that. Carolyn, I want to thank you so much for sharing all this information with my listeners. And I do wish you continued success with your business And I'd also like to wish you a very happy Passover.
1: Thank you so much. It was my pleasure.
0: And um, all the best to you and happy Pesach. Thank you. Thank you. My recording and mix engineer is Steve Robinson. The Big Schmeer theme music is performed by Cavatino Duo from their CD entitled Sephardic Journey on the CD record label. I also want to give a shout out to Chicago friend Doug Hoffman for giving me a heads up about Carolyn and Ish a truly unique food company. Who knows, maybe this will soon be your new go-to condiment. If you like The Big Schmear, please don't forget to subscribe and to write a review or share a like on my Facebook group page. All this really helps my podcast grow. If you have comments or questions, I'd love to hear from you. Please email me at beth at thebigsmear.com. Thank you and happy eating. is brought to you by Ish Premium Horseradish. With a unique freshness, delicious flavor, and tantalizing texture, Ish is the surprise condiment that brings something special to everything and anything you add it to. From gefilte fish to vanilla ice cream, Ish transforms the ordinary into the extraordinary. For more ideas, visit premiumish.com.